Welcome to Commercial Property Insights by Altus Group. In this episode, Robert Hayton, UK President of Altus Group, takes us through the key points of the March 2021 budget and its impact on UK businesses. Yesterday's budget was a game of two halves, a lot of spending followed by a lot of tax rises. I'm joined with Robert Hayton today to discuss that budget. The 2020-2021 tax year, that's the that's the rate year that's just about to finish, saw huge amounts of relief given to retail, hospitality and leisure businesses. Important relief that was needed at a, at a very difficult time. And we said at the outset that the Chancellor had acted quickly to provide enormous amounts of relief, but that some of that relief probably was going into the wrong places. For example, supermarkets, many of whom have now repaid the relief that they receive and billions of pounds have gone back into the Treasury. And that's great to see. For the latest budget announcement, we had been lobbying for a much more targeted relief scheme. So relief still needed to be given, but the limited amount of money that was going to be available had to be much more targeted to where it was most needed. And it's clear from the announcement in the budget that that has been listened to because we now have a modified scheme, albeit those modifications are being tapered in. So the 100% exemption for retail, hospitality and leisure businesses will continue for a period of three months. That's up until the 30th of June. From the 1st of July onwards, there's a modified scheme. All retail, hospitality and leisure businesses are eligible to a 66% discount. So that's down from 100%, subject to some caps. And the first cap, and these are important, is that there is a £2 million per business, not per property, but per business limit imposed on those businesses that were forced to close on the 5th of January of this year. So that is the non-essential retailers in essence. Businesses not forced to close, so essential retailers, the cap is £105,000. And that means that there will be next to no relief made available to the likes of the supermarkets, etc. Essential retail that has essentially thrived rather than merely survived through the course of the, the pandemic period. And then the final thing to say is that there is an explicit option to be able to opt out of the relief scheme to make it much easier for those that don't want the relief to refuse it. Office for Budget Responsibility has said that these business rates measures that you've just outlined will cost about £6.1 billion, but they forecast revenue in business rates to drop by £9 billion allowing for the rate relief schemes across the devolved nations. The balance seems to come from MCCs. Where are we up to with those and what needs to happen? MCC stands for Material Change in Circumstances. That is an appeal that can be made against the level of rateable value on a commercial property. And the pandemic and the circumstances surrounding it is a material change in circumstances. The estimate of circa three billion pounds that appears to have been applied to the cost of rateable value reductions. And these are reductions that are properly due. So this isn't a discretionary giveaway by the Chancellor. These are reductions that are properly due to reflect the impact that the pandemic has had on commercial property values. That estimate feels light. The first thing to say is that retail, hospitality and leisure properties for part of the year will be exempt. So the impact of 
the reduction in rateable values will be less significantly felt. But there are huge numbers of other occupiers that have in effect been unable to use their commercial property. And the biggest impact we believe comes on office occupiers who in effect have been forced to have their employees working from home and been making next to no use from from their properties. And that has an inevitable knock on to the rental value and therefore the rateable value. And we would expect to see fairly significant reductions in the levels of rateable value for that asset class. And it's not just offices, manufacturing and other significant occupiers who haven't been able to enjoy their property fully. So I take it then, Robert, if you are one of those businesses that are capped at two million pounds, all's not lost then? It's not, no, because if you can demonstrate that the that there's an ongoing impact because of the pandemic, that means that your property is worth less because of the pandemic and because of the ongoing circumstances surrounding the pandemic, then it should be possible to have the rateable value reduced as well. So it's really important that businesses that haven't sought to uh, make an appeal for these grounds do so quickly because the appeal they make will be much stronger earlier that appeal is lodged. If it's lodged after the after the lockdown is entirely lifted and things are going back to normal, they'll enjoy less benefit from that appeal. A number of large pub operators are quite concerned that they're only going to get for the remaining nine months of, of the next financial year, two million pounds in business rates relief. You've just explained that that can be supplemented by reductions in rateable values from appeals. How long is that going to take? Well, that's the question, isn't it? Altus Group has made around 45,000 appeals on behalf of its clients. And we've been in discussions with the valuation office over the levels of value for some time now. We understood that in the run up to the budget and the end of the rate year, that it was going to be difficult for decisions on the levels of value to be crystallised. What we now need to see is fairly swift action from the valuation office agency. Of course, they're going to have to be supported in this by the government and by the Treasury. But to start to agree the impact that the pandemic has had on ratepayers' level of value, so that their tax liability can be corrected on valuation grounds, leaving aside any reliefs that they might have obtained. And many businesses haven't received any reliefs. The ones that we're talking about today relate to retail, hospitality and leisure only, so that other businesses can start to have their tax liability corrected. So we're going to need to see this happen quickly. I'm really hopeful that we will start to see first agreements being reached over the course of the first half of this year. With the three-month exemption for retail, leisure and hospitality, does that window present the Valuation Office Agency a golden opportunity to actually resolve the appeals for those with liabilities? The three-month extension to the current retail, hospitality and leisure scheme does buy retailers and those in hospitality and leisure a little bit of time before the level of rateable value on their property is corrected where an appeal has been made. But let's not forget office occupiers in particular, but also manufacturers and distribution companies and a whole host of other businesses out there that have been paying full rates for almost a full year now 
with no access to relief and have been significantly impacted by the restrictions around the pandemic. And so, yes, they've got a little bit of time in some areas, but it's becoming incredibly painful and incredibly difficult for a lot of businesses. And we know it's a fact. We know that the pandemic has had a significant impact on the rental value of some, probably many properties. The rating list is supposed to reflect the rental value of properties. This is what the appeal system is there for. Thousands and thousands of businesses, tens of thousands of businesses have made appeals seeking to have their tax assessment corrected. It's now time for the Valuation Office Agency, supported by government, to make those tax changes and to do it quickly. The Chancellor announced £5 billion in restart grants. That takes total grant funding to £25 billion since the start of the pandemic. Tell me about those grants, Robert. What I really want to be able to do is to give you a detailed answer to that question. But we haven't been provided with the full information. What is clear is that distinction is being made between hospitality, leisure, personal care and gym premises and other retail. And the distinction seems to apply because we expect to see retail open quickly and be able to hit the ground running, as it were, in terms of the kind of setup that has to go in to getting them open and getting them trading more fully in an opened up economy. The Chancellor has announced up to £18,000 of grants to hospitality, leisure, personal care and gym premises. But he hasn't said what level of rateable value and rateable value was was the determinator of the threshold at which different reliefs were given at what level of rateable value that will kick in it could be that you need to have a property with a with a rateable value above fifty one thousand pounds it could be some other number and i think that's a shame that we don't have that certainty because certainty is what businesses really need if the property that you occupy or the or the business that you have is pure retail the Chancellor has announced that the grants are up to just £6,000, so a significantly lesser amount. And again, we don't know how that will operate in practice. Yesterday's budget just dealt with English-only issues. Um, do we know what's happening, Robert, with Wales in terms of the business rates holiday? So there's, a, there's an automatic knock-on into Wales insofar as relief that the government will give to Wales to reflect the exemptions and reliefs that it's announced in the budget. Wales is going further and they have extended the retail, hospitality and leisure exemption to cover the full year at 100%. The slight change or the slight difference is that in Wales there is an upper cap of £500,000 per business. What they're doing is they're going to remove that cap as well, but only for hospitality and leisure businesses, meaning that retail, whether that be essential or non-essential, will continue to have this half a million pound cap. And I think it's pretty clear that that is there to ensure that relief goes to small businesses, but is denied substantially to large retail businesses such as the supermarkets. I imagine that there will be some winners and some losers, given that there is a a fairly blunt cap in place and some significant employers that are still having a difficult time, unlike the supermarkets, will be denied relief that perhaps they really ought to have access to. I think the only final question really, Robert, remains is about the rent moratorium. Do we know what's happening with that? We do and we don't is the answer to that question. 
the latest extension, which took the moratorium out to the 31st of March, was described as the final moratorium. Then ahead of the budget, it was trailed that there would that there would be a further extension. And then in the budget, nothing was mentioned. So as we stand, the moratorium will end on the 31st of March this year. That will mean that landlords, if they so desire, can bring considerably enhanced pressure onto tenants who haven't been paying their rents to pay the arrears or face the threat of eviction. You've been listening to Commercial Property Insights by Autis Group. If you've enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and we'll send you a notification when we release our next episode. Until then, thank you for listening.